Welcome back, everybody, to episode number 48 of Off the Field Podcast, and Cole Roberts is our guest today. Thank you for Thanks joining for having me. me. appreciate you, it. You may notice Mobo's not here. Just, you know, timing and everything threw everything a little bit working off, but man. yeah, he is a working man, and I was like, you know what, Mobo, are you cool with me just handling it with Cole, and he said it was all right, so we're going to have a good episode today, yes, Cole. Sir. Now, let's get started. Let me go to my notes, and where are they? There they are. All right, so. LMU Lion to Arizona Diamondback, son of Dodgers manager Dave Roberts. And of course, he made his Dodger Films debut tw- in game 14 of 2016. You went deep in the archives <laughs> for that one. I went deep. You know who I texted to find that out? Bobby. No. So I, was, I knew I was like, okay, it's around this time. Who would know exactly what game? Javi. Oh, my. Of course. I texted Javi. I was like, hey, when was Cole's first game? And he immediately replied, Sends me the link to the video and everything. <laughs> <laughs> took him a minute. Oh, my. God. That's all it took. He probably has that one saved in his notes and rewatches he, it. Probably. A lot. Yeah. <laughs> what I want to start talking about is you just came back from playing ball in Puerto Rico. Yes. What's the reason you were out there and what was the experience like? So I was out there um, for like four and a half, five weeks. Mm-hmm. And I kind of wanted to just kind of um, – see some really good competition, see some good pitching yeah, and give myself a little bit more of um, like an overall experience of uh, the sport of baseball, kind of being around um, teammates that are from Puerto Rico, mm-hmm. um, played with some people from the Dominican, which is really cool. Um, so I kind of wanted to give myself the best chance to kind of succeed in spring training this year nice. by seeing those double A, triple A, and even some big league arms um, that I'm going to see in spring training as opposed mm-hmm. to just the arms that I saw um in rookie ball this past summer which was kind of the level of competition i was kind of used to because those were mostly new draft guys mm-hmm. um, some international guys but i think that going to puerto rico was something that was really going to help me um and not just for spring training but the rest of this upcoming season nice when you were out there you told us you got to hold back Yadier molina from a potential brawl yeah, <laughs> yeah. so so what happened we were out there um we were playing um, Kagwas is just a team out there. Mm-hmm. Um, and then he's managing one of the teams and then there's just a big bench just clearing brawl. Like one of the guys got hit, everyone started running on the field and I saw Yachty's like, Oh, that's, that's, that's crazy. <laughs> and then, um, like our coaches were kind of going at it. So mm-hmm. we, I, I didn't know what they were saying really. So I kind of tried to play peacemaker <laughs> a little bit. Um, so kind of got in the middle of it breaking stuff up. So you nice. can check that one off the bucket list. Nice. Yeah. Were there any other major leaguers, former, that were out there helping, coaching, and everything? Um, well, my our kind of like owner GM kind of mm-hmm. was uh, Roberto Alomar. Okay. My team was RA12, which is Roberto Alomar 12. Okay. Um, for his initials and his number. So mm-hmm. he was there every day kind of helping, um, kind of like the day to day of the whole operation. So it was kind of cool learning from him. Mm-hmm. Um, but there was like a bunch of major leaguers in there. Um, nice. Like Albert Amora was in the league, mm-hmm. um, Shed Long, if you remember him, yes, Emmanuel, Emmanuel Rivera. Mm-hmm. He was yeah. he went from he actually went from the World Series two days later, flew into Puerto Rico and started playing in games immediately. And I'm just <laughs> like that is that's crazy. That's but, a baller. <laughs> so it's it is, and he's he's a good dude, and it's always like great watching him play. So nice. it's good playing against good competition. Nice. And I told Cole before we hit recording everything that I kind of wrote my notes backwards unintentionally. So that was the most recent thing you've yes, done basically. Yes. And then before all this, you signed with the Arizona Diamondbacks. Yeah. And what was your experience with the team been so far? 
it's been great, you know. So I I signed in, I think it was July. Mm-hmm. I think it was July. Um, after our um college season wrapped up, went out to Arizona. Um, kind of got back into um baseball shape for a couple weeks, and then mm-hmm. I started playing rookie ball games. Um, but each day has been great with them. They have um a bunch of coaches and staff members who take really good care of us. Mm-hmm. Um, doesn't matter if you're the first overall pick or a free agent sign like myself, they treat everyone the same way. Yeah. Um, that's something that I really value um, about the Diamondbacks and something that I'm really looking forward to kind of continuing um, as this journey continues. Nice. So what's the level of ball you're playing at currently? Uh, I just finished up rookie ball. Rookie ball. So hopefully this after uh, spring training, I'll be either assigned to the low A or the high A team. Kind of mm-hmm. just depends on how the whole thing goes, but I'm excited. Nice. It's fun. You have joined a good organization in terms of their future. Obviously, Corbin Carroll, young stud, and with the team. And they also have in their system with you, Jordan Lawler, Tommy Troy, Drew Jones, who you played with. What's that like knowing you're a part of a team that has been good in preparing their young stars for the future? It's exciting. You know, um, everyone talks about teams with um, big potential upside and a big um, future to come and mm-hmm. I'm really excited to be a part of it and I've played with like you said I played with Drew this past summer mm-hmm. I play with Tommy they're both great great kids mm-hmm. um, they're both really excited to kind of keep carrying the torch of um, kind of like the young players kind yeah. of leading the charge for the Diamondbacks yeah and hopefully I can be a part of that as well but it's it's been really exciting yeah I'm yeah. rooting for your success I as far it. as you can go man I appreciate it you were telling me earlier in the year when we were at a Padres game, I should come out and vlog one of the games that you guys do. Yes. And I would love to take you up on that offer and do that in the 2024 season. I think it would be a fun vid. Maybe me and Javi head out there, do a little day in the you life. You bring Ryan. Yeah, Low Kirsch, game day. Absolutely. I think that'd be pretty sweet. That'd be great. So wherever I end up, um, maybe you could do even do a spring training run. Yeah. Um, but when our regular season gets going, I'll, I'll send over the schedule. We'll get something going nice. for sure. Hell yeah. So we are, I wrote it in my notes too. We are working backwards in time. You played and attended Loyola Marymount. What is your favorite memory of yours as a player and attending the school? Uh, as a player, it was this past season when we won the conference championship. Nice. That was, we, uh, we beat Pacific and I think it was our second to last home game mm-hmm. to kind of clinch it. So it was at home, which was cool. So my whole family was there. Um, a lot of guys had their family there and stuff like that. Nice. Um, a lot of students were there as well, so it was it was a really special time. Um, kind of something we were working towards for um, those four years. Mm-hmm. So um, that was a really, really uh, exciting time. Okay, yeah. so you played there for four years? Four years, yes, okay. sir. And yeah. what was your favorite memory attending, not as a player? Attending? Um, a lot of them are baseball-related, but mm-hmm. I think that kind of the first day um, stepping on campus kind of Meeting not only like the new students, but also mm-hmm. my teammates who I was going to be spending a majority yeah. um, of those four years with. So kind of getting introduced to all the guys. Mm-hmm. Um, we I think we had a, like a big dinner that night that we all got nice. um, all got on the campus. So that kind of laid the foundation for uh, what was to come. So that was probably like one of the core memories there. Nice. And what made you choose LMU? Um, I definitely wanted to stay in California. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm a homebody. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I, I love my family, and I love the mm. uh, the idea of them being able to see me play all the time. Yeah, um, I thought I'm from San Diego, so I thought mm. University of San Diego is a little bit too close for yeah. me. Same with like, San Diego State. I need State. a little bit of separation. Need a little separation. <laughs> so, um, and my dad went to UCLA, mm. so I kind of wanted to 
do my own thing a little bit. Yeah. Um, so that kind of left me with LMU and I'm really excited, uh, that I ended up there because it was an unreal spot mm. and I'm really grateful for the uh, four years that I, uh, got to play there. Nice. And you wore number two. Is that your number for everything? Uh, I've had it since high school. Okay. I had it since high school. Um, I had it actually for a little bit, um, in rookie ball this year too, mm-hmm. which was cool. Yeah. So I've had two for a while. Um, but, and I had three in Puerto Rico, so Kind of any single digit I'm cool with. Okay. Um, usually, I'm not a big guy, so usually a smaller jerseys fit mm. me well. Okay. So I've always kind of been like a single digit. <laughs> is um, there a reason, like an idol or a story? Why obviously, you that obviously Jeter is definitely yeah. a, a main one, but yeah. I've also just really liked the number from kind of from the beginning, so I've kind of mm. just stuck with it. Yeah. yeah. And you played shortstop, right? Uh, I played shortstop in high school, yeah. and I played second base um, in college, and I've kind of continued that on to um, – professional nice yeah and you're also the very first professional ball player we've ever had on the podcast wow no way okay (laughs) first of many yes i hope so man it's an honor to have you i appreciate it your father dave roberts debuted in 1999 for at the time the cleveland indians you were born a year later 2000 and uh your dad continued his career as a player up until 2008 do you remember or have any childhood memories when he was a player I do. Most of them are on the uh, most of them were on the Giants. Okay. Um. So I remember it because I was about. I think he. I think he was there from oh seven, oh eight, only mm. for a couple of years. So yeah. I remember a little bit of that. Um. But most of my memories have kind of come recently, and then the most vivid memories have um come from when he was with the Padres, like mm-hmm. the latest ones. But still, um, the ones I can remember most are kind of when he was the um the bench coach, first base mm. coach for the Padres. I was like 12 or 13. That's when I think yeah. I really started to develop my love for the game mm-hmm. um, and started to progress as a player. Yeah, and that's what I have next. He, uh, right here, when he retired, he remained in the game doing a studio analyst for the Red Sox, yep. Padres' first base coach, and eventually gets hired as the Dodgers manager November 23rd, 2015, which I feel like most of your memories stick during this time period. Absolutely. And uh, do you remember hearing the news when he got hired? Do you remember that day or around that time? I think I was. I think I was in class. Um, and this is high school. This right? is yeah. This is high school. Mm-hmm. Um, I think my mom called me. And like, hey, like dad got the job because we went into the. He went into the um, the interview actually like mm-hmm. having no expectation. Yeah. To get this job mm-hmm. because he's just like he didn't really have any coaching experience but besides the first base coach and manager or a uh, bench coach job. I did see when I looked up all my notes and my research, he did manage one game for the he Padres. Did. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, he managed one game. Yeah. So I think the manager was out that day or something like yeah. that. Um, but he didn't have a ton of experience and he was still really young. Mm-hmm. So he wasn't really expecting to kind of go that far in the interview process, let alone get the job. So yeah, when my mom called me, she goes, hey, he got the job. We got to keep it quiet for a couple of days, which I think was kind of like the hardest thing for me. Yeah. Like, I want to go tell all my friends. <laughs> uh-huh. um, I was excited. But when it finally got announced, um, I think there was like um, a football game that night. It was like a Friday mm. um, in high school. Friday Night Lights. Exactly. Yeah. So I went to the lids. I bought a uh, a Dodger hat. Yeah. And then uh, I think I just wore it to the game or something like that. Mm. Um but yeah, I was I was really excited. Everyone's um, like, "Why does Cole have a Dodger hat?" On? Yeah, yeah. I think I might have like uh, might have been the day before, kind of teased it a little mm. bit. Some of the, I don't know, um, but it was it was definitely a really cool experience. And, yeah, um, this has kind of been like the best like uh, what seven years now yeah. of like his 
like playing or coaching career that he's been a part of. So he's mm-hmm. loving every second of it. Yeah. And that's what I have. And now here we are seven years later, still the manager of the team. So many crazy memories under his term. He got countless playoff appearances, picking up manager of the year in 2016, yeah. teaching talent such as Bueller, Cody Bellinger, Kenley Jansen, and many more. And of course the 2020 world series victory. Yeah. Uh, first of all, what is it like being a child of somebody that has been involved in a pro sport their whole life? Um, I'm very, uh, I'm very blessed to be a part of it. You know, Mm -hmm. it's, it's provided me with like a lot of cool experiences. Mm -hmm. Um, like growing up, I was able to like travel with him to all the different places that he's been to, um, stuff like that, visit a bunch of stadiums. Mm -hmm. Obviously people talk about the pressure, like you play baseball too. Like, Like, what's it like? Like, how do you deal with it? And it's like, it's not really going to go away. So it's kind of something you kind of have to like learn to deal Mm -hmm. with. Um, But there's definitely um, a part of it as well. Like he's gone like a majority of the year, you know, like he doesn't really get to see me play a whole lot. I know if it was up to him, he'd be able to come to every game of mine. Yeah. Um, So there, there's some drawbacks as well, but definitely there's more um, uh, good than bad that's associated with it. And I just, I love being able to like, turn on the tv watch him every night kind of mm-hmm. do his thing and do what he loves so it's it's really it's great do you feel like people treated you differently growing up do you feel like people if they were to find out that your dad was involved in mlb and the manager yeah they, yeah. they did you know but it's kind of something i had to um i kind of had to learn to weed out the people from yeah. the good intention and the bad intentions mm-hmm. um who knew who didn't know yeah and like one thing about me is like i never really bring it up to people yeah like sure Smart. like if someone meets me like it's, they'll probably know and yeah like, they'll talk about it and like that's fine mm-hmm. like i'm not embarrassed or like no. don't want to talk about it or whatever mm-hmm. i just don't really like to bring it up myself no yeah so you don't just... want to use it to like make friendships because exactly. it's a false friendship it's a false friendship yeah. built on like not the right things like yeah. i want people to like be friends with me because of me like i know that yeah. you don't care like you think mm-hmm. it's cool yeah like all those guys it's like um that's just kind of one thing that um i've kind of taken away from it yeah nice out of everything that has happened during his time as manager, are there three favorite memories you could pick that have happened during these years? Okay. Uh, three favorites. Um, number one's got to be the World Series. Yeah. Um, number two, um, I think 2016 Game 5. NLDS. Okay. That's when Jock hit the homer against uh, Scherzer. So Nationals? The Nationals, yeah, 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 yeah. against that to kind of win um, that game and kind of clinch his first playoff Mm. series victory. So I thought that was pretty um, substantial. And, like, his career kind of giving him the confidence, like, I can manage a team at this level and succeed, which I thought was pretty cool for him. And I think – uh, the Mookie signing was pretty cool. Yeah, that was my that was kind of been my favorite play. It was Cano first. Mm. Um, it's kind of he started to fade out a little bit into mm. like his later years, and then um, I think Mookie kind of took over from that around like yeah. 2017, 2016, kind of watching him play. So mm. the day that he signed was pretty cool for me as well. Yeah, yeah. And you and Mookie are pretty tight, right? We are. We yeah. actually. Um, he's he does a great job kind of checking in on me. Nice. I'm um, seeing what I need and stuff like that. Nice. So. He's like, hey, anything you need, like batting gloves, bat, like you need to talk, like That's talk awesome. hitting. It's, I'm really um, lucky to kind of have him in my corner and like providing yeah. information and advice when need be. So. Nice. The World Series, you were there. 
Yeah. Uh, how was it like for you to see your dad finally pulled off? And were you there for every game or just the clinching game? So I was there for the clinching game. Okay. Um, so they kind of were in a, a bubble mm-hmm. of sorts. My yeah. mom and my sister were there for, God, it seemed like a month or something like that. Yeah. And I was, I think that was, it was obviously in October. So mm-hmm. I was in the middle of uh, fall practices at LMU. Mm-hmm. So it kind of came down to like those last couple of games. And I'm, yeah. I'm like, hey, um, Nathan Choate was our head coach at the time. Like, mm-hmm. Hey, Coach Cho, like, I think I, I, I got to go. <laughs> yeah. And he goes, I knew this was coming. And, like, <laughs> I, I, I completely I completely agree. Yeah. Um, finish up today. Go whenever you have to. So mm-hmm. it was – I was really lucky to be able to go. So flew in Arlington um, and then got to go to the game. It was, it was pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah, and that was my first time seeing my family in, like, a month, a really? little bit over. So. Yeah. I was really happy to see them. It was great. How about that ballpark? How'd you like Oh my gosh. Dude. It was sweet. Dude, I just went there. It's I, huge, isn't it? Yeah. I don't know what it is about dome stadiums. When you put a roof on it, everything feels bigger. Huge. Because the sky, it's like, it's unlimited. It goes forever. Right. And you're just like, oh, sweet. But when I walked out, because we had field access. Okay. Thank, thank you, Tony Todd. <laughs> and, uh, just talked to him yesterday. Yeah. He the GOAT. Yeah. Tony Todd. He knows everybody. He does. <laughs> he does. <laughs> So we walk out onto the field. I look up and I'm like, "Oh my god, this place is huge!" Yeah. And being down on the field too, like and taking it all in, amazing. Yeah, and, and the surface is just so nice. And yeah. It's like, I remember when um, when they ended up winning um, that last game, like all the families came down the field, and mm-hmm. I would just remember like sitting on the grass and looking. I'm like, "Dude, this place is huge." Yeah. So it was it was it was definitely a really really cool day. Yeah. yeah. And I love how they use the fireworks there. They like shoot them out of the roof like yeah. horizontally. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> it was crazy. Yeah. And back to how we were talking about you and Mookie being cool with your dad being manager, you obviously get to know a lot of players. Who are some of the guys you've built a good bond with over the years? I'd say at the top of the list is Justin Turner. Okay. Um cuz he's been there since um day one that my dad got the job. Mm. And ever since I started going to the field with my dad during the summers, um, mm. JT's kind of been a guy um, that kind of goes out of his way to make sure that I'm doing okay, that I felt welcomed in the clubhouse and all this stuff. Mm-hmm. And he helped me like not only develop as like a ball player, but also like a young man at the time. Yeah. Um, just kind of, he showed me like how to treat people, you know, like I see that how he interacted with the clubbies or the workers at Dodger Stadium or whoever, like the bat boys, whatever it is. Yeah. He treats everyone the same way, kind of like mm-hmm. my dad does. So yeah. I kind of saw, um, like how to treat people in that way, which I think is very important in life. Yeah. And JT did like a great job, kind of like leading by example. Mm-hmm. To yeah. go off that, take a line from Tony Todd: "Nobody's above common courtesy." Very true. Tony Todd says that all the time, and it's very true. Very true. Yeah. yeah. As long as you treat people with respect, I'll give respect back. Absolutely. Yeah. And um. What do you call it? Uh, some Justin Turner lore for people that might not know. Yes. Dallas is when Dallas, I forget what team he played for Dallas from Dodger films. His little league coach at one point was Justin Turner's dad. Oh, no way. <laughs> yeah. Small world. Yeah. Right. And I know everybody wants to talk about this. Everybody wants to hear what you want to say about this. Why don't you toss me one of those pillows? Oh, you want one? Let me toss me okay. one of those pillows. Okay. <laughs> Let me grab one of these. All right. Oh, there he is. <laughs> the newest Dodger. The man. Shohei Otani. There he is. Obviously, I am hurt, but Deeply. I know you are going to love it. Oh, yeah. So, the big news. Everybody wants to know. Shohei Otani on the Dodgers. How hyped are you? 
I'm very, very excited. <laughs> Obviously still a Diamondbacks fan now, but mm-hmm. always going to be um, have a piece of me with the Dodgers yeah. as long as my dad's there and probably a little bit after that as well. Yeah. Um, but it was it was a crazy day. Yeah. Um, so we were actually um, we were actually at a breakfast mm-hmm. and we weren't really on our phones. Um, I was just with my family. This, this just is a couple all, days ago this, when the news came out. This is all of you, your dad, mom, mom sister. No, just my, uh, my mom and dad. Okay. So we were at we were at breakfast or whatever, and then, um, I'm like, and one of my friends calls me, mm-hmm. and he's like, Cole, like Otani signed with the Dodgers. I'm like, no, <laughs> like, there's no way, like, my dad would have gotten a call. Like, yeah. There's no way that, like, you know, you goes, know before him. <laughs> no, he posted on his Instagram. I'm like, okay, dude. He goes, dude, I'm, like, check. I'm like, okay, so. Check the Instagram. Sure enough, the low resolution LA Dodgers <laughs> logo. I'm like, Dad. And I show him my phone. He goes, Oh my God. And the textures start rolling in. He yeah. gets a call from the GM and then he steps out. And then it was just like, and it turns out like the GM knew like three minutes or something before. Yeah. It's just so, Shohei just like really like wanted to like grab hold of like the narrative and kind of make it his own, which I can re- like really mm-hmm. respect. Make sure nobody twists his work. Exactly. Yeah. So I think it was pretty cool that he kind of broke the news himself, which yeah. is awesome. Okay. So yeah, I didn't know that. So yeah. he told the world before anybody. Yeah. Well, that's wow. <laughs> Damn. Yeah. Cause I put it here. I said, did you get any inside info from your dad before he signed? Nope. No, nothing. None. Secrecy is very important. I assume among like, managers the right. mlb front office and yeah. everything but usually when that stuff happens like he'll tell me just like hey cole like this is gonna happen keep it quiet whatever yeah. i'm like cool yeah but this one nothing of the sort yeah just breaking news yeah and another thing that your dad at winter meetings shohei had said like if anybody talks about us meeting we're gonna hold it against them and yeah. all that and then your dad went on the podium and he's like yeah we met with them i, right. I want to be honest and yeah and, and I don't think that ended up being true anyway. No, so it didn't. Well, one seven hundred million exactly <laughs> like offered on the table, hundred <laughs> yeah. percent. So it's like that just kind of goes to show, like whatever you hear in the media, it's like not yeah. necessarily true. Yeah, like whoever could tweet it out, like yeah. the most well respected, mm. like most well trusted, it might not even be true. You yeah, know, like in cases like this. Yeah. So you never know. Yeah, that's crazy to me that your friend was able to break the news before your dad, yeah. the manager of the team, even exactly. found it. Yeah. Oh, and the whole thing with the plane, that was, I was oh just my like, God, what dude. is going on? So that morning, I woke up. I uh, The morning of the plane news, Art <laughs> texted me, and he goes, Toronto bound. And I immediately... My friend texted me that too. Yeah. <laughs> I was on a plane back from Puerto Rico, and he's like, I, I land... Or I like I I start to take off and he goes Shohei to the Blue Jays and I'm like what so I buy Wi-Fi which I never do yeah neither do and I and I'm just like I gotta see what he's talking yeah. about and then I saw the whole plane thing mm. and I'm just like oh my god crushed yeah and then like an hour later it's not even true I'm like mm. what is going on yeah it, it was, was the most insane thing ever it was so odd to me I texted Art back immediately because I looked up just Shohei Otani went to right. news and I'm like I don't see anything official. So pump the brakes. Right. Even though everything's tweeting unofficial things about it. Like, yeah. I see a picture like the flight plan. I'm like, Oh yeah. The flight this, tracker. I'm yeah. like, what is going on? There's arson judge last year. Arson now judge. we have the Shohei plane. The tour. infamous plane flight. <laughs> that didn't exist. No, yeah. dude. And I looked it up. I'm like, dude, it's not official. Blah, blah, blah. And I was trying to put it together if it did become official. Right. And I'm like, everything you said, the blue Jays. And I was like, literally this offseason, they're talking about trading Boba Shet. Vlad is not extended. Right. I'm like, 
Why'd they make the move to, yeah, to kind of get him? Why, why would you go to Toronto? Yeah. And I was like, fine by me. Because <laughs> I did out. Yeah. Yeah. I was like, I there were just teams that I was like, the Dodgers. It's hard for me to root for him on the Dodgers. <laughs> yeah. The Red Sox are up there because the Red Sox ruined my childhood. <laughs> they were always kicking the Angels out of playoffs. Oh, yeah. Uh, and then the Astros, just everybody knows the right there why. with you, yeah. right there with you. So, and when I saw Blue Jays, I was like, okay, <laughs> yeah, kind of neutral a little yeah. bit, yeah. And then I woke up the Saturday he signed, and every morning I would just go to my notifications and I would just slide down to look for an MLB one, right? And I just saw Otani to Dodgers, and I was like, that ruined my day before you <sighs> started. Yeah, yeah, well, I had a video ready like a Angels fan reaction to Otani signing wherever. So I had like a thank you in there, like a what can we expect for the team that does get him. Right. And I was like, well, the only part I need is my reaction to where he signs. And then I woke up, went straight in here, oh. and I was like, let's finish this video. <laughs> yeah, that was one of the craziest days in yeah. like sports media that I've seen in a very, very long yeah. time. And how about his contract, the details of that? Two oh years gosh. for the entire playing time, the 10 years, and then 680 due past that. So $68 million a year. The deferred is something that like we've never seen it like that. Oh, my God. Obviously, there's like the Bobby Bonilla day, yeah. like the $1.2 million. Yeah. Griffey's still getting paid yep. like three point two, But this is obviously a whole nother <laughs> level. Unprecedented. Oh, my God. Which allows the door to be wide open for you guys to keep adding talent this year right (laughs) like Yamamoto is hot on the radar for the Dodgers I know and same with the New York teams they're very interested in him and I've heard so much about the Rays with Randy and Glass now like yeah you guys are already scary it's gonna be (laughs) it's gonna be interesting like last like last last month before uh like this spring training starts everything like that yeah yeah on the topic of acquisitions for the Dodgers Otani is crazily not the first big signing you guys have done in recent years i want to know if you're able to recall moments from when you acquired other huge players starting with mookie do you remember where you were when the dodgers traded for him oh man i don't i actually don't remember which i feel like i should Mm. um but i do remember my dad telling me about it and like we're getting mookie and david price yeah i was like oh my gosh this is unreal Mm. um Gave up Verdugo, obviously. Mm. Um, he's actually playing pretty well. It's, it's good yeah. to see. It's and always good to see him. And he's with a Yankee he's now. He's a Yankee He's going to have to shave off that ginger beard. I'm actually interested to see that. That <laughs> yeah. should be interesting. <laughs> yeah. Um, but, yeah, there's been, like, some pretty cool acquisitions mm. that's kind of, like, laid the groundwork for where we are now. Which yeah. Will, yeah. They, uh, happens. I think, if I remember correctly, when Mookie got traded, I believe we were having a practice right here in that grass area that we have out here. Yeah. It was me, Bobby, Benny, and a few other people. I think Cowboy Jeff. And it happened. And we were like, oh, my God. Mookie? And that he, was unreal. Or no. He signed the extension down there. The right. Tw- the 12-year. Yeah. Because he got traded, then yes. extended. Yeah. So the, I remember that clear as day. And then more recently, Freddie. Do you remember where you were when Freddie signed? Um, I think I was just at home. Yeah. Just, just, just like waiting because I heard I heard him like talking about yeah. it or like this might happen, mm. and when that happened, I was like, "This is because he is obviously one of the best players, yeah. like top five players in the game, mm. like one of the most consistent as well. Yeah. Like he's always here, and his here is up here. You know, yeah. he like he always, um, like defense and offense. He's just 
also base running is a very underrated part mm-hmm. of his game. Yeah. And along like along with Shohei, there's both great base runners. Yeah. Like you would look at them thinking they're great base runners, but that's just something that they can like really impact the game in that area that not many people think about. Yeah. So. The tool that a lot of people forget about with Shohei is how fast he is. Oh my gosh. He is he was easily the fastest on the Angels and it was not even close. Like I remember when Trout was in his prime, you know, he was like 24, 25. And I thought his speed was crazy. Then Shohei came to the team, and I was like, dude. His strides are so long. Yeah, the he, height and the speed. He moves so well. It's it's crazy to watch. Yeah, and what I love about Freddie, because Freddie's a little up there in age for an MLB player. Not too old, right. but he's in his 30s now, and he has the approach of just hitting in general, like for average, and he doesn't care about the big – home run like if he sees an outside fastball he'll poke that thing over third 100%. base like he's yeah. fine with that he's content with that yeah and he was hitting for high average this previous season he was an mvp candidate yep. like if you have that approach i think you're better to succeed as a hitter than just i'm gonna hit 40 tanks and be that star big guy hit like 230 or something like it was yeah. like 40 yeah but freddie like he's like when i watch him play it's kind of like mm. The Arai is like hit to all fields, stuff like that. Yeah. Um, but along with like the Matt Olson, like you can hit yeah. homers. It's just like he's kind of the best of both worlds. So it's yeah. it's great watching him play every day. Yeah, that was the team I'm surprised in the Shohei sweepstakes that didn't really like throw their hat in there. Yeah, they kind of stayed out of it. A little yeah, bit. because me and Fireball were having this conversation. We're like, okay, obviously if Otani wants to win, the Dodgers are involved. And our heads both went to the Braves. We're like, dude, they got so many team-friendly deals of guys locked up already. 100%. Acuna. Albies. Albies, Olsen, yeah. Murphy. Like, and So we were like, I'm and Not for crazy amounts of money either. It's just like, because mm-hmm. Ozzy got that, what was it, eight years, like 110 or something like that? Yeah, dude. Something Acuna's like. Acuna's was like eight-year one-something too. Right. Like, it was crazy. Yeah. And I think it all just depends on your owner. Obviously, the owners of the Dodgers right now have been so good for that. <laughs> was that your phone? <laughs> Something. No, mine's here. Oh, I thought I heard something fall. Maybe I'm delusional. <laughs> uh, but, yeah, I think it just depends on the owners. Because for a long time, like, Art always tells me, Art's, uh, like, 32, I think. And he's been a Dodger fan his whole life. So he remembers the days of when the owners weren't caring as much for the Dodgers. Right. And so to see this group come in and just change everything. Yeah. And, like, then you look at Oakland currently. Like, that's just a dumpster fire. <laughs> it is. Like, that should be interesting to see what happens though. I'm, yeah. Maybe they turn over a new leaf once they get to Vegas. Yeah. The only, we'll see. that's the only thing I'm excited for is to check off another ballpark. <laughs> that's, yeah. I'm actually excited to see that one. That one's yeah. going to be crazy. Yeah. And I also wanted to ask you growing up with baseball your whole life. Have you been to every stadium? I haven't been to a few. Okay. Um, I haven't been to Comerica. Okay. Um, I haven't been to Kaufman. Which I, I just hear is, there. I hear it's great, dude. The fountains. If you sit out there with the, I had the best deal ever because the Royals aren't that good right now, so ticket, tickets are cheap. And um, we, me and my mom, she told me there's Southwest deal during this month to this month, so we got a cheap flight for probably like two hundred bucks. And then the ticket front row in the outfield was eight dollars. Oh my, <laughs> free. Yeah, basically. Yeah. <laughs> And so I just went there. That ballpark was amazing. Good food? Yeah. Uh, we had these. Oh, what were they? They were like these cinnamon like donuts, and they came with like icing on Ooh, the side. Nice. They were really good. But the one thing I I forgot what it was. It was like some like peanut butter Reese's cup 
burger thing. Crazy combo, but you know, right. I'm there. Got to try it. Of course. I didn't find out till after I got back. The person that told me was a uh, Jackson Olson of the bananas. Yeah. He yeah. was like, oh yeah, because we he's a big foodie. So we were like, oh, what are your top three foods from ballparks? And he said that, and I was like, I wish we had this podcast like two weeks earlier. Right. <laughs> you might have to go back. I might. I'll go with you. I got to check that one off yeah. the list. And you said you haven't been to Comerica either? Comerica either. Um, and I don't think Tampa. Tampa, okay. I think those are like... We could do Tampa. I've never been to Tampa. We could do that as well. Yeah, I would love East to Coast go there. Trip. Yeah, and Comerica. So I want to do all 30, obviously. But I also want to do one vlog from all 30. Oof. So I only did two ballparks prior to YouTube. And that was Comerica and Seattle. Okay. So I, got, I love Seattle. Seattle is amazing. The I view love, and yeah. having the Seahawks Stadium right there outside yeah. left field. Right next to each other is pretty mm-hmm. cool. Yeah. So I got to go back to those two to get the vlogs done. And that's just a personal achievement I want to do. And uh, one of my favorite memories from Comerica, I don't know if you know this, they have like a mini Coney Island. I for, did not know For that. some reason. Where at? Like in the it's, outfield? So as soon as you walk in, okay. they, they have a big tiger statue. Right. right? I saw that. I've seen that. So, yeah. and then you turn left and there's like a baseball carousel and a baseball Ferris wheel really? surrounded by a food court. Okay. <laughs> and I was like, I they got some good food there. Yeah. Like fair yeah. food. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's what it felt like. It like literally it's just surrounded by food vendors. And then you got the carousel in the middle and the Ferris wheel in the back. It's perfect. And they have a statue of Liberty covered in tigers logos. And I was like, <laughs> This is Detroit. <laughs> Not New York. Yeah, I was like, what's going on here? <laughs> I hope I, I hope Javi does good this year. I think he needs I think he needs a Oh year. bias. Yeah. Yeah, well that Javi too. I, I was like speaking of from Tigers, Dodger films. Yeah. <laughs> I hope I hope Bias has a good year. Yeah. 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 I remember that year was huge for the shortstop market. That was that Baez, was a big year. Uh, was that Bogarts that year? Bogarts with the Padres yep. and there were a hand Swanson. Yes. Yeah. And I was, I remember as an Angels fan, I was like, out of all of them, I was like, just don't sign bias to a mega contract, please. It wasn't you guys. Yeah. yeah. And I do want to see him succeed. I remember that one year in 2016, he had like an MVP caliber year. Yeah. He was that going was, nuts. That was also one of my favorite players growing up. I loved because mm-hmm. in, I was at the 20, uh, 2016 NLCS mm-hmm. against the Dodgers. Just like watching him play was unreal. Like the yeah. stuff that he was doing, like, he made sliding cool. Yeah, like he, he did. Just like he's, he's yeah. He started like a lot of stuff within baseball that's still mm-hmm. like, kind of on the rise today. Yeah, he didn't get the nickname El Mago for no reason. Very true. Yeah, and Very that true. was that magical year for the Cubs too. Oh, they that was finally broke year. the curse. Yeah. Do you remember where you were when they won that? Um, I think I was watching at my buddy's house, and mm-hmm. I was just like waiting through the rain delay. Mm-hmm. I was like, this game is. Well, it's an instant classic. Like yeah. One, like one of the best ever. Usually one of the most remembered World Series. Absolutely. And I remember I told I got to tell this to Rajai Davis at the uh, All-Star game in Los Angeles. You remember his home run, right? Of course. And so we were. Fastball low and in. Yeah, we were in uh, off Chapman, too. Off Chapman. We were in uh, college, me and two of my, uh, my classmates, and uh, we just got to know each other through liking baseball. And uh, it was a lab class, so we had computers. So I would always log into my MLB account and just watch the game. And our teacher sitting in the front, Rajai hits that homer, and they both go, oh! <laughs> they run out the room, and I'm the only one left in there. My professor's like, what's going on? And I just go, baseball! <laughs> I just ran out the room. Oh, my gosh. That's awesome. Yeah, yeah I remember watching that. 
Rajay choking up like yeah. three inches on the bat, mm-hmm. just trying to beat the ball to the spot. Yeah, that's kind of what you got to do against guys that throw that hard. Is just like yeah, shorten up and just try to square it up. Mm-hmm. And that's exactly what happened. I was crazy. Yeah, I, I I got to tell him that story, and I was like, hey, I'll I'll, I'll cut it right there. We don't have to talk about the ending. Right. Yeah. <laughs> but, yeah. One of one of the more unlikely heroes, but that was yeah. That's what made it even more nuts. Even yeah. Cooler. I remember that year. I was just like, dude, if the Cubs don't win this. Like they have to, they have 108 to. years. Yeah. And you, everybody was rooting for them when Absolutely. you have a streak that long. <laughs> yeah. That's the only thing I'm afraid of as an angels fan. We're only at like 21 years oh, right now. You might have a few more years but left in you. I, I don't remember the, uh, the O2 world series. I was six. Oh, <laughs> like, so fair. I have no memory of it. Yeah. And goals that I make personally for my teams I want to see my teams get the best record at least once in my lifetime okay so the Angels did that in 2014 but we got swept by the Royals <laughs> and uh Seahawks have done that Lakers have done that and then I want to see all of them win a championship saw the Lakers do that Lakers saw the Seahawks do that in 2013 mm-hmm. Angels haven't seen it it's, I wonder how long that one's going to take. I just hope it's once in my lifetime. <laughs> oh, you'll get it once in your lifetime. I, I hope. When that's going to be an inch. Yeah, it could be a while. <laughs> yeah. But I like our future. We got good young guys right now. Who are you excited about? Uh, I, Ever since you saw the interaction with me and Neto. Yes, that was awesome. Dude. So ever since that, I mean, I've been there since day one for Neto. Literally since he got drafted, I was right there at the stage. Yep. And I was like, okay. I'll pay attention to this guy. And did then you watch got... him at Campbell at all? I did not. He so. was filthy. Yeah. And he played in the Cape Cod League the year before mm. me, and I remember watching him like, this dude is for real. Yeah. And like the leg kick, whether it was someone throwing 90 or 97, it was mm. the same. And I'm just like, kind of like the bat control and the body control, yeah. you have to have to do that is crazy. Yeah. yeah. I, I love when guys have a unique thing about how they play, and they don't have to get rid of it. Right, like they're like I can keep this and it'll work. Yeah, and he did at the MLB level. He still does. So him, I'm excited to see just the future with us and how it goes. Uh, obviously, oh, so funny. Last episode we opened some PO box stuff. So this photo right here, this is me and Nolan Shanwell. Oh, a fan screenshotted that from my Instagram. I <laughs> took it to Nolan Shanwell and he signed it. <laughs> And he's like a family friend of Nolan Shanwell, apparently. No way. So a cool story about him mm-hmm. is I actually played against him in rookie ball oh, yeah? this year. <laughs> this summer, I played against him in rookie ball. And like a month later, he's in the big yeah. I'm like, dude, I literally played against this dude three weeks ago. And he's already in the major <laughs> leagues. That yeah. was crazy. Yeah, dude. It's insane. I mean, I think the Angels at this point, we have been trying so hard when we had two legends of the game with right. Trout and Otani. And obviously, it's not working, and it didn't work. And so they're like, let's just throw shit at the wall and see what happens. See what sticks. Yeah, so I think better for them to get the major league experience now, see if they can adjust to it. If they right. can't, send them back down double A, triple A. And Shanwell's going to go into 2024 with an on-base streak. So, Yeah, I remember it, like when he, he hit like a double or something against us. Yeah. And then he gets to second base. I'm playing second. Mm-hmm. He goes, oh, like you, did you sign this year? I'm like, yeah, like – couple weeks ago or whatever it was <laughs> yeah me too yeah and then like the next pitch was coming or whatever and um or maybe it was like base load and like someone walked so he had to go to the next base yeah so, hey like good luck on your journey i'm like oh man you too yeah like, thinking like oh it's gonna be a long illustrious journey for both yeah. of us i'm like <laughs> guess it was a little bit shorter but yeah, yeah he, he yeah. made it same is, year which is sweet that's insane yeah i mean that's what the angels have just been doing Neto got caught up in one year yeah shanwell a couple months <laughs> insane 
And um, you've obviously been playing your whole life, played at a lot of places. Personally, what is one of the favorite places you've played at? Um, I loved it Vanderbilt this year. Yeah. That was, we played there this year. Um, so we got to take a little bit of a tour of their, um, facilities on their, mm-hmm. on the first day we got in there. Um, we had a night practice on Thursday when we got in and then they had a little dinner for us, which was awesome up That's in, sick. um, one of their baseball athletic rooms. Mm-hmm. So that was really nice. And they had like yeah. their chef make us a little That's spread, cool. which is awesome. Yeah. And then, um, UCLA is always great going mm. there. Um, I also loved Nashville yeah. when we went to Vanderbilt. So yeah. we kind of walked around that downtown area mm. a little bit, which was awesome. I so. feel like that's one of the growing cities. Booming. For sure. Yeah. yeah. Like you already have the Titans there, but I wouldn't be surprised if more sports get involved. Oh, uh, and the Nashville Predators. Predators. Yeah. yeah. So I wouldn't be shocked. It's already a huge music scene. It is. And I'm not big into country music like that. Yeah, neither am I. But like going there, it didn't really matter. It was just they kind of had all different vibes. Obviously, people were walking around in cowboy hats, whatever. But it was like being immersed in it was like Mm. really, really cool. Yeah. 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 And for the final part of this podcast, I actually have a video I put together. And I'll pull it up, but I'm not going to tell you what it is. All right. I need the remote, which where did that thing go? Is that the thing that fell? It might be. Oh, it is. Uh-huh. <laughs> like, Connecting the dots. <laughs> Look at that. I knew I wasn't crazy. I heard something. <laughs> All right. So let's go. We're going to go to YouTube right here. <laughs> Let that load up real quick. Nice. Go to the left. Let's go to library. Who would like to watch on YouTube, by the way? Uh, I like Cody Co. That, love Cody. Dude, I've been watching him since high school. That, dude, I've been watching him. I don't even know how long, but I love YouTubers that are consistent. Hundred percent. He lately he's been very consistent. Yeah. Oh, look at Jeff. What a guy. <laughs> History. Where's my videos? That's what we need. That is what we need. Watch later. No, no, no. There we go. Your videos. And why is it not popping up? So this Barney James game. Did you go? I did. How was it? It was pretty cool. He didn't start. He came off the bench. I saw that. And he hit the three. Uh, yeah, he made two shot attempts. He made one of them, missed the other one. Not by much, just doinked off the rim. Was it just packed there? Uh, I couldn't. I, not as packed as I thought it would be. I think I'm just so used to a USC football game. Right. Where I'm seeing the whole Coliseum packed. Yeah. And um, then, yeah, I mean, it got loud, definitely, for sure. Whenever, Literally whenever he touched the ball. <laughs> <laughs> I bet, like the, the like the media was all over LeBron too, security and everything. Yeah, that's you, really cool. Can you read that for me right there? Oh my god, <laughs> Cole Dodger Films first game highlights. So I oh went god. to your first game and I just took the parts that involved you in Dude, there. What am I like fifteen in this? This is twenty sixteen. So how old are you now? What what month was this? This was October, I believe. My birthday is in October, so I might yeah. have been fifteen, might have been sixteen. Yeah, let's go. <laughs> let's see. So this is Cole Roberts' very first Dodger Films game. This is how we met. Oh, look at Benny. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Your first name was Baby Jeter, dude. Wow. <laughs> so how did you even end up here? How did you get the... I was watching Dodger Films for a long time. Yeah. Um, like, I watched it in, like, middle school, high school, everything. Like, even when they were, like, mm. catching home yeah. during VP, I was, I was there. Yeah. Like, watching those. Um, and I saw that they're doing this. I watched this for a while. I'm like, I got to play in this. Like, mm. it looks fun. DM Bobby. 
and he was like, oh yeah, for sure. Come through. I'll send you an invite. So nice email and then drove up from San Diego, like really early one morning. You drove? Uh, I think I drove with, yeah, I think I might've driven. So I think yeah. I was 16. Thank you. I respect you for getting your license at the young ride age. Yes. Unlike most people these days. Yeah. Didn't Ryan just get his license? He too? just got it. Dude, all the kids just got it. Gabe is the most recent to get his license. When did he get it? Like two, three weeks ago, maybe a month. How old is he? He is 18. 18. Gabe, yeah. come on. Yeah. Let's go. Well, and at least you have it now. It's before okay. that, Kershey and Javi were kind of around the same time. It's been like three, four months does, for them does now. Does Regina have it yet? I don't think so. <laughs> Regina, here next. <laughs> yeah. So you get picked. Your baby Jeter. Grab a oh, donut the donut holes. <laughs> Look at that. Jeter-esque play. But, you know, uh, on 60-foot bases, it's no, kind of no hard to... No, thrown out on that on 60-foot bases. Exactly. And uh, let's see. So I put, yeah! this, I put this in here, <laughs> a home run from me, because if we look as I'm rounding the bases, hold it, you're playing shortstop in this game. The classic <laughs> line, and then right there. <laughs> the arms crossed, not having it. <laughs> yeah, me and Cole right there. That is unreal. I don't think we talked much that day. We have to talk about the infamous. What? I was there when you went to the hospital. Oh, you were. Yes, you were. So this game is game 14. Game where I got hit. Oh, my God. I think. What a shit show. Is game 17. (laughs) Something like that. Yeah, that was not a fun day, bro. Oh, my God. That was so bad. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, dude. I went to visit you at the hospital. You're welcome. Yeah. And I remember... You being there, I remember Fireball, Cap, Mobo, uh, and I remember they were letting people in two at a time. Do you remember who you came in with? I don't. Yeah. I don't, but I remember being there. I was like, this was not how we drew it up <laughs> yeah, that day. No, not at all. And let's see. Oh, it's pretty good. First at bat. Oh, no. Yeah. Nice little single. One for one. Yeah, gets an RBI, too. Seven to three. Oh, no. <laughs> well, I don't know what is going Two RBIs. <laughs> Look at this one right here. Jumping. Double play. Double. <laughs> Look at that. Back on the and line. You, you know who you got right there? You know who that is on base? Uh, I that, don't. That is art. <laughs> is that art? Yeah. No way. Yeah. That is hilarious. Doubled up art. Bobby has something to say. <laughs> who's that? Is that for? Who's in the back? Let's see. Oh, my. Is that? Sierra, oh my God! Mobo, Mobo's back there. There he He's is. He's walking by, <laughs> and then you <laughs> debuted in one of our staple videos, the potato slam. The potato slam, right there. Look at that potato. Oh my God, is that Mari behind the dish? Mari behind the dish, and then he actually hits a grand slam. <laughs> oh my God! <laughs> Unbelievable! And then I'm gonna pause it right there. <laughs> There I am with the glove on still. Of course. Always ready. Always ready. <laughs> Play again. Right here. Not much here. Just a little force out a second. Nice. We'll take the force out. Routine. Is that Kirsch? That was Kirsch. <laughs> that, that, <laughs> Look at that, Kirsch. How small he was. Oh, That was my him that came God. in and scored. Right there look how small he is bro. oh my god that is unreal he didn't get the name lil kirsch for, for no, no reason. reason absolutely <laughs> second at bat oh uh, solid off the tip two for two. of off the off tip Jeff's of who tip. <laughs> exactly cowboy jeff oh my god 
And then Javi drives you in right here. <laughs> Look at that. First to third speed. First to home. <laughs> oh, first to home. Easy. <laughs> and then, of course, this happened. <laughs> you got me. Yeah. <laughs> Benny ends up winning. A little dog pile for Team Benny. That's so funny. And look who gets caught right there. <laughs> oh, my God. That is awesome. Look at everybody, bro. Everybody was so small back so then. So small. So well, I've got to run it back here pretty soon. Yeah, that pretty was my sweet. next question. Is there a Cole Roberts Dodger Films return? There may have to be. I think there, there does have, have to be. Me and Zach Nettle will come through. Dude, I'd love to see Nettle come through. That'd be unbelievable. I think there might have to be no fielders on the field because someone might get injured. Dude, we don't even – today, like – we're nowhere near being a pro ball player, but it's a five mile an hour pitch with full grown adults. And we're all hitting the ball at least 70 eggs of Elo now. Yeah. So I hate playing infield, especially it, with the bad dirt. It's oh, like dude, there's bad hops all the time. That field. Oh my God. They rarely rake it. So Ugh. just the hops. You guys are bringing your own rakes. Losers have to start raking the field before the for next real, game. Dude, there's been some bad ones. I hobby. Th- Got hit on that field due to a bad hop. I remember that. Yeah. I remember that. Yeah. And he, yeah. <laughs> so I think Andy has a picture of him like smiling and there's just blood. Oh. <laughs> Stay yeah. safe out there. Yeah. Seriously. Like in just every batter when I'm playing third, I'm just like, dude. <laughs> yeah. Please don't hit it to me. Yeah. One final question that I'll ask. When you went to Dodger Films, who was the person that kept in touch with you and kind of like made sure we all stayed connected? I think it was... I think it was you, Javi, and Ryan. Yeah. I think those were the three that kind of mm. – that we kind of stayed connected. We'd follow each other on Instagram or whatever. Mm. And then um, I think we started playing uh, PlayStation soon yeah. after that. I think that's kind of how we all kind of stayed connected, which is pretty cool. Yeah, Kirsch does a good job with that. He, he'll literally – anytime somebody new comes that's any good at all, like they're above average, right. he's like, okay, they can play. He immediately is like – Oh, dude, they're the coolest person. <laughs> he did that with you. He he's, did that with uh, Jake. I don't know if you guys remember. It's one of the Jakes that played with us. He always like is like, oh, dude, like put him in the chat. Like put him in the park. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Yeah. And, um, that's a lot of fun. I definitely love to catch some games this year also whenever 100%. you're available. And like I said, the vlog would also be very cool. Me, Kirsch, Javi, maybe drive out there one night. Road trip it. Road trip it. I did it for the WBC. So, How was that? Was that sweet? Dude, W did you go to any of the games? At I all? didn't. I went to the one the WBC before. The one that was okay. in like San Diego and yeah. stuff like that. Yeah, that the one, one where USA won. Yeah, yeah. I was there. Yeah. <laughs> I mean that moment in Miami, dude, that was I'm looking at the scoreboard. I'm seeing the potential of Trout potentially facing Otani. Oh my gosh. That was dude. the most I was watching batter by batter. I'm like, mm. oh my god, it's it has to happen. Yeah. I cannot wait for this. That was unreal. Yeah. I think that Mookie came up and grinded a double play or something. Yeah. Jeff, I was like, I wanted someone on. Dude, so like Jeff can... McNeil walked to start the end. That's right. And he I remember he looked at the dugout. He's like, Let's go. Let's go. And I'm like, dude, Mookie, Trout. I'm like, come on. And then Mookie hit the double play. And I'm like, oh, but we still got to see the at bat, which was yeah. crazy. Yeah, I remember saying, "I'm like, dude, there's a script. Like, where's oh the, yeah? Like, I couldn't believe it. And then just to go to a full count, also, and he strikes out slider. Man, that slider. He dipped deep into his bag, looking oh for gosh. the nastiest slider he could find. Dotted, dude. That thing just went. Boom, yeah, frisbee across the zone. Yeah, I don't blame you, Trout. That and even if he takes it, that's a borderline strike. Yeah, it which is. Which obviously you can't take that. Yeah, yeah, dude, unbelievable. 
Thank you for joining us, Cole. Of course. And Absolutely. I wish you all the best luck in your journey in pro baseball. I appreciate it. And uh, for all of you, we have the Spotify episode that comes out every Thursday, 2 p.m., and we have the YouTube video that comes out 2 p.m. on Fridays. Thank you for watching. That is episode 48 of Off the Field Podcast, and we will see you in episode number 49.